welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey you, if you're a coach, consultant, course creator, or author, and want to scale your signature offer in a way that feels aligned with you and isn't sacrificing your soul, I want to invite you to our upcoming free three-day intensive, Signature to Seven, where we're going to show you how to design a signature offer that's a magnet for your best clients, how to market and position your offer so that it's a category of one in a saturated space, how to develop a lead generation system so you always have a line of prospects out your door, and how to launch and sell your offer so you can start hitting 10K, 20K, or even 50K months simply. Whether you're having a hard time scaling your group program or just have your eye on getting fully booked as a coach, this is the perfect opportunity for you to accelerate your momentum in all ways by learning the fundamentals of offer creation and program design so you can scale your coaching practice without the burnout. So I want to see you there. If you go to signature27.com or click the link in your show notes and register, it's totally for free. It's going to be a white glove, high touch experience, just like all of our other free events. And it's going to blow your mind. What people say about our Boot camps, our challenges, our events is that they're better than any paid experience that they ever had. Our goal is to really create a life-changing container for you, whether you become a client or not, so that you can step into your power as a woman and start to create wealth and impact in such a beautiful way. Just click the link in the show notes and I can't wait to see you there. Hey you, welcome back to another episode of Captivate and Close. I am so honored to be here with you today and I have a fun little journey to take you on. Um, it's been a couple weeks, but I've also just need a little bit of time to process. And of course, as soon as I got back, we just dove into some of the things that we're working on as a team um, and strategic planning and really think about like what's next for us. And so um, it's been busy. I hate saying that, but it really has. So what I want to share with you today is my experience with my mastermind, um, kind of the journey there, and then um, tell you some of the lessons that I took away, some really key takeaways from hanging out with brilliant people, right? Uh, not just brilliant people, but people that are making a very, very large impact, making a lot, a lot of money and have really been able to navigate entrepreneurship in, so gracefully, right? And and also, you know, there's the dark side to that as well, which, which was some things that I, again, took away from this experience. But I, um, I just want to give you kind of behind the scenes. It was really fun, actually, because while I was there, um, when I went to, to this mastermind um, in-person event, 
Um, I had a, a, a group thread in my Voxer going on with some of my um, mastermind clients. And I was just like sharing all the behind the scenes and my key takeaways on the spot. So that was super fun. And we had like such a, a live, uh, like a, a very lively chat, <laughs> chat, if you will. Um, but I want to rewind here for a second because um, this is, uh, again, I think something that you might be able to relate to or um, something that I really want to help you see if you don't see it already. So I've always had a coach or a mentor, but there had been a couple months that had gone by that I was sort of, sort of like in between, like, where do I go? Like, who do I, who do I, um, who do I rely on or who can I um, kind of link up with in order to take me to the next level. So one of the things that um, I experienced was like, I, I know how to market. I know how to sell. I know how to get clients. Now I'm like a CEO. I have a team. Um, I, our programs are scaling, right? How do you scale? Um, how do you scale without burning out? Right. And also how do I lead a team? But most importantly, how do I do all of that? Right. Without um, really working around the clock. And so I needed somebody that had, I needed something or somebody, right, that could show me, give me some guidance there. And so I had been um, kind of shopping around, if you will, like, who, like, where do I go? It was kind of an interesting place to be in because I've never been in that place. I've had just kind of, you know, mentors fall on my lap as far as like, if, you know, they came recommended or I found an ad and like, uh, you know, moved through their, their funnel. Um, but this time it was like me like shopping, right? I was looking for very, something very specific, somebody very experienced. Um, and sure enough, I found it. Um, I joined this mastermind, which was like the most money I've ever paid $40,000. And I, I think that one of the things I realized is like that alone completely transformed me. Okay. So what happened was that decision to invest that amount of money into something, A, sort of like shifted me into like, this is, this is like the real deal. And also I realized I was placing myself in a room full of people that were doing much bigger things than I was. And that started to resurface some of those old feelings of imposter syndrome. Who am I? I'm a fake. I'm a fraud. Like, right. You've probably been there. And so, but what I realized is like, I had gotten comfortable. I had gotten comfortable for a while. And while that's okay, I'm usually at baseline a little discomfort or uncomfortable because I'm like constantly leveling up, right? I'm constantly sort of moving or shaping a new version of myself, new identity that's more closely aligned with where I'm going, right? And that vision. And so what we know about that experience, that journey of identity shaping, it is a separation from old self, which then causes anxiety and discomfort and fear. Um, and so it's a normal part of the process. It's definitely something I want you to take away from this is that if, if you're experiencing those things, that's a good thing. Um, and, but if you're not right, why, where do you need to push yourself? Where do you need to place yourself? And so I realized after even just joining, nothing had happened yet. It was just the experience or the decision to join this mastermind 
that alone completely changed me. Cause I was like, this is like a new version of myself. I mean, Kinsey six months ago would have never invested $40,000 to be in a mastermind. Right. And I remember people saying that. And I remember thinking like, there's no way, but that alone, it like elevated me. Right. And I was like, this is real. Right. But then new levels of imposter syndrome, new levels of insecurities definitely surface with that. But I, I was like, this is good. It was like, I was like, this feels good, uncomfortable, but good because I never want to get comfortable, right? Comfortable means we're stagnant. And if you're like me, right, high achiever in the sense that you want to be challenged, you want to be pushing to um, step into a more powerful version of yourself, right? That does not happen out of stagnancy. So um, I joined this mastermind, literally nothing happened. I didn't learn anything new. It was just the occurrence of me doing this completely changed me, which then completely changed my business. We had our highest month and we've since just completely, everything just feels different. So I want, that is, alone is so cool because you can, what happens when we make decisions right from a future version of ourselves or like where we're headed versus decisions out of current circumstances. Like I could have said, like, I don't like 40 K that doesn't make sense for me. Right. Or that doesn't, I'm not there yet. Right. But I made a decision of like where I'm going. I made a decision from future Kinsey and that alone opened up right results that were aligned with where I was going. So I want you to first, like, are you making decisions out of current circumstances or are you making decisions of right where you're going? So that's the first piece. Now, what I want to talk to you about is um, my first experience going there. So they have a monthly or sorry, they have every other month they have gatherings where we come in person to Nashville. So this was my first experience. So a couple weeks ago, I went to Nashville and the anticipation of going definitely like lots of emotions, anxiety, if you will. Now, what you should know about me is <laughs> I generally, there's just a part of me that has that social anxiety. Okay. So I don't um, like put me in a room full of people and expect me to kind of like walk the room. Like I can do it, but it's not my most comfortable state. I'm an introvert put me on a stage to speak to people like, uh, like girl, like that's like, that's my jam. But you place me in a circle of people that I don't know. And like all the anxiety pops up. So obviously I'm feeling very nervous to go. I don't know these people yet. Of course, we're in a, a Facebook community. So I'm starting to see them. I'm watching from behind the scenes, but I haven't met anybody yet. And, you know, I'm already having these feelings of like, oh my gosh, I'm like the smallest you know, this idea that I'm like bottom of the totem pole, if you will. So I go there, right? I fly there on, um, what was it? A Tuesday night, I think. And then the first event was Wednesday. So I'm like getting ready. I actually had a couple coaching calls that morning. I did coaching calls. I was ready to go. And, um, I'm starting to feel like I'm sweating and I'm starting to feel like, oh yeah, the nerves are coming on strong. So I'm staying in the hotel where the event is. And all I have to do is walk downstairs into the conference room. So I'm like, get my stuff. I call my husband. I'm like, babe, so nervous. He's like, fine, go do it, whatever. So I like go down, I check in. 
I see my concierge. So in our mastermind where, you know, they, they are, they're, they're so amazing. They, they, you know, welcome me and they know who I am and they make, they make it feel really warm. They're like, cool. Like go in the room guys. I walk in this room and everybody's already circled up, right? Everybody's sort of like already in their little click circles, chatting and having conversations. And I'm just standing there in the room, looking around, like what is even going on right now? Instantly, my heart starts going like beating really fast. I could feel my um, cheeks start to burn a little bit. And I'm like, you know, my chest is tight. Like, I know this sounds so dramatic, but I can't even tell you. I was so, so anxious and uncomfortable. This is what I did. I literally, I walked around a couple tables. I pretended like I was on my phone, kind of like texting and walking. And I found a place to put my stuff and I was hoping that as I walked by, like somebody would kind of like, look at me that I could be like, hi, but like nobody was really paying attention. And I'm just like that awkward person that the only person that's not in the circle, there's probably like 70 people here. And I legit, I put my stuff down. I walked out of that room and I went back up to, <laughs> I went back up to my room, my hotel room, grab my phone. I'm like, I forgot my water bottle. So I go up and I really did, but you know, it wasn't really top of mind for me. I go back up to my room and I call my husband and I am crying. I'm like, babe, what am I doing here? I don't belong here. I'm so awkward. These people, blah, 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 blah. Now this might be so surprising to you because I think I get, often I get mistaken for an extrovert, right? Like you watch me train, you watch me coach, you watch me on stage. Like I have full energy. I feel very natural. I feel very comfortable in my skin, but there are just elements, right. That still make me nervous and thank goodness for that. Right. But I was out, I hadn't been placed out of outside of this level of comfort for so long. I forgot what it felt like. And I'm just crying to him. I'm like, babe, I, I feel so uncomfortable. And he's like, Kinsey, you paid to get there. You walk down, you be the uh, like awesome, amazing woman you are. And don't call me again. (laughs) You know, he's like trying to give me some tough love. He's like, you belong there. And I was like, okay, babe, you know, and that's why I call him. Cause he's like my little cheerleader, but I realized I like, oh my gosh, it had been so long since I got this emotional, right. From this sense of anxiety of who am I? I don't belong here. And this is real, you guys. This is real. I know you probably might struggle this, struggle with this from time to time. This ultimately is what stalls people out. I see it all the time. It's they get caught, they're stuck in indecision. And the indecision is from I'm not good enough. I need to be doing something different. I'm not there yet, etc. And it all again, it comes from this belief of I don't belong here, I'm not worthy enough, whatever. And it surfaces for me, right? Definitely not as often and not as intense as it did in this, in this, in this scenario, but it did. And I just, I, I first, I wanted to tell you that because what I've learned, even in this mastermind of people who are, again, like legit OGs in our industries, they too still struggle with the same thing. They too shared that their first event, they did like same thing, the social anxiety, the nerves, like the, the, it's not that it's, uh, that we're not going to feel it. It's how are we going to navigate through it so that it doesn't consume us, right? I could have hid out in my room. 
I could have like stayed in the back corner of, of, of the conference room and just avoided everybody. But none of those would have been able to get me the result that I was looking for, right? So I survived, right? I go in and of course I go back in with a new energy. I'm, I'm not telling myself, oh my gosh, I'm awkward. Oh my gosh, there's clicks, right? I'm telling myself like, who can I connect with, right? Who can I talk with? And I want you to also reframe that for yourself. If you're ever stuck with, who am I? I'm not good enough, whatever. Instead, ask yourself this question. Who could I serve today? Who could I connect with today? right? Who, who, um, can I, uh, who can I love on today? Okay. So I'm going around and of course, immediately I started up a conversation with somebody and what do you know? It was totally fine. I didn't die. So I just loved that. It was like, I loved it and I hated it and all the things. And I'm telling you, I walked away though. So I come in, right. Come into this mastermind experience with, as somebody that feels small, and feels like I don't belong. And I walked away feeling empowered, knowing I am in the right room, knowing that my brilliance is very unique, okay? So I wanna talk about that a little bit more here in a second, but this is what can happen for you if you place yourself in, right, those transformational containers. And it not maybe it's not in the form of a mastermind, but it's like, where are you uncomfortable right? And what is that uncomfortability growing in you? What is it growing in you or through you, right? Because it's growing you, right? Even just in the, in the two days that I was there, I can't even like tell you how different I felt and looked at myself, okay? So I wanted to share um, also some key takeaways, okay? We had um, the format of the event was really cool and it was fun to observe because we're gonna be doing more events for our audience and our clients. Um, and so it was, that alone was super fun. And you guys, if you're, you know, coach, consultant, service-based entrepreneur, if you're not immersing yourself in other industries, other formats of things that you're trying to create for yourself, it's gonna be really hard. Um, so making sure you're immersing yourself in in pockets where you get to learn from those experiences and then turn around, right, and do and emulate those or take from, right, and make them your own. So it was super fun just to see their event coordination, the logistics, and really observe it from that piece. But of course, the gold was in the content. The gold was in the conversations that we were having. They had two full days, um, some of which were from the mastermind leaders. Um, and then we had some guest speakers as well, but one of my favorite things, again, the, all the training, the coaching was so amazing, but I felt like I walked away, like the conversations that I had in passing, you know, at night when we had like cocktail gatherings and, um, we're just like socializing the behind the scenes conversations that I had just one-to-one -one with people and of these entrepreneurs, like literal gold, right? And the connections I made with them, like um, like it, it transformed me, right? They're huge ROI, huge, huge ROI in relationship, in connection, you know, potential collaborations, um, their shared learnings, right? Everybody's so open in what they learned and how they've accelerated their results, what's working, what's not working. And that alone, like, oh my gosh, it was just so amazing. And so if you are not in a room, right, that gives you that option to collaborate and have conversations with people that are 
at your face or more importantly above you, like what you're just missing out on so much. Okay. Now I want to sell again, share some tangible takeaways for you so that you can kind of get a little bit of a glimpse into my experience there. But one of the things that we, which was so fascinating. So other than some of the guest speakers, like they had some very specific strategies that we talked about. Um, but the general sense when we had conversations and when there was Q and a, and there was coaching involved, it was not about strategy. And it's so funny because you think you need strategy And especially at a certain level, you will think that you have overcome mindset or you have the mindset or you're good there. I'm telling you, like it doesn't, not only does it ever, uh, it not only is it not ever a part of your, 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 um, your journey, right? Your skill mastery, Um, it actually is more important than ever when you get to these new levels, right? We're talking, you know, 50 K months, hundred K months, million dollar months, right? People that are at those levels, they're not talking about strategy. They're talking about mindset. And it was so fun to be immersed in this, right? Because we, I have been deep into strategy for the last few years and I have built, I built in the practice for mindset, but I've never considered the fact that, oh, I need mindset, right? Even somebody the other day, I was trying to, there was something that was quote unquote broken. I was like, I need some, this strategy is feeling weird. Somebody look at this and they were like, you need mindset. I'm like, girl, I don't need mindset. Sure enough, I needed mindset, right? So That alone was so cool because I just looked around the room and these people are, are, we're talking about energy, right? Energy conservation, energy uh, levels, um, sleeping. We're talking about, you know, your subconscious mind, um, identity. Um, We're talking about, um, you know, journaling, right? And, And I'm looking around the room like, man, I thought I was coming here for strategy, but nobody you don't, at some point, you just don't need strategy anymore. And it really does become about how are you shaping your mind? Now, of course, like, you know, they're able to give me the things that I need as far as like growing my team and, you know, getting uh, our business to the place where we need to. But usually we have a lot of those answers in us. Um, We just have to build the confidence to trust ourselves enough to go there, right? The guidance, the mentorship, obviously alongside you will stimulate that and accelerate that, but you also have to learn how to trust yourself. So I think that alone was so mind-blowing, the fact that we spent the majority of time talking about really just, you know, personal development, the mindset piece, how you're taking care of yourself so you don't burn out. Like, I didn't realize it was so common to, um, for entrepreneurs to burn out, um, at those levels. I think I've, I've always been super keen to it because it's what I walked away from in my corporate career, right? The hustly, the grindy, ew stuff. And so I'm hyper aware of when I'm starting to burn out or when I'm starting to work, you know, like overcompensate for something. Um, but I know a lot of people don't have that awareness. And also it's still easy to succumb to, right? This idea of like, I need to work harder to get better results. And so it is so important that you have the skills to build a business 
in your lifestyle. If you're never like, if, if those two things are disjointed and you're not taking care of yourself, you're not meeting the needs of your, yourself, your family, right? The lifestyle you want. And you're just like over here building something, it will die. Like you'll either burn out, the business will flop. Like you'll right, both will come right, like burn to the ground, um, not to be morbid or anything, but this, this is what's very common. And so the, the, the higher up you get, the more important it becomes. And what we find is if you don't start now, right, it's so much harder later to build in those elements. So that was super fascinating. And we talked a lot about this idea of, you know, the identity piece. It really is a spiritual component. If you are trying to build a business and there's no spiritual, um, element to that, whether it's your connection to universe, source, God, it's going to feel hard all the time. Entrepreneurship really is a spiritual journey. And within that, the spiritual journey is your identity, the shaping of your identity closely aligned to, right, who you were created to be, where you're going and and the vision and the purpose, the mission you're meant to fulfill. And so if you're, if you're again, alongside this idea of like, I have my life here and I have my business here and you've got, um, disjointed priorities. If you add this element of spirituality and it's not built, if you don't have this, the, the practices built into that and have the awareness that this is all just a journey, this is all just a journey of becoming right. If, if you don't have that oh man, like you're missing out on such a huge opportunity and to create something that is literally unstoppable because it's not about the business you build, right? It's about who you're becoming in the process. And this idea of like identity shaping and what was cool is um, one of my mentors, he had said, identity is spiritual. And it will fix itself. You just have to get out of your own way, right? Like how powerful is that, right? Powerful, powerful. I love that. So the other thing that that was super, super, so more of a strategy level, tactical level is the reminder that content is king. So um, if you ever try to skip content creation, if you ever think that you can build a business without a content marketing strategy or without being able to effectively create content. Content meaning maybe it's social media posts, maybe it's content for your coaching programs, maybe it's content for your launches, whatever that looks like, content is king. And if you don't learn how to become an effective content creator, rather copywriter, right? That's for another episode, content creator versus copywriter, what's the difference? But if you don't know how to really powerfully craft compelling copy, as an online entrepreneur, it's over for you, okay? And I love this because we spend a lot of time teaching our clients how to become better copywriters because it is a skill that you will continuously have to hone. And one of the most important, one of your most important assets as an online entrepreneur is your content, right? It's how you communicate your value. It's how you reach your people. It's how you have um, conversations, right. To build the relationships. It's how you create results for your clients. It's the content. And most people think that if they're not a great, great content writer, that that's just the way it is for them. 
But what he said was it's because uh, somebody had asked him what, because uh, he, he just produces so much of it. And of course he has a team now, but um, you know, he still writes most, like a lot of his content on his own just for his social. And somebody asked him like, how much, how do you produce so much? And he's like, I've been creating content. I've been writing content for seven years. It's a muscle now, right? It's a, it's a strengthened muscle. So I just like, it just is easy. It flows. But most people think that that's the way it should be right at the get-go. And if it's not, then it's not their thing, but you have to make it your thing. You got to get really, really focus on how to be a better content creator. Okay. And it comes from that consistency, right? He's like, I created content for seven years. I've been writing content for seven years. And every day I write, I write, write, write. Okay. So I really think this, I, I always hear this idea of like, oh, I have to create content. Oh, I have to do like, I have to do this. like, well, or you get to, right. You have, you have the ability to reach millions of people through your message, through one push of a button. Like how amazing is, is that, right? You get to do that, right? So how are you going to optimize that experience? Not just for your audience or your clients, but for you, like, how can you make it fun? So making sure you're creating the space for that creative flow to come and also the consistency, creating content consistently, consistently will help you win. Okay. Um, the other thing we talked about was this idea of like, there's a gap. Okay. So you have you here, right? You're in your reality. This is your current circumstance. And then you have the vision. Okay. The vision of where you're going. You're here. You want to be there in between that. There's a gap. There's a gap, right? And that's ultimately the journey, right? Which I call the journey of becoming because it's an, it shouldn't be the journey of doing. It's that constant identity shaping, right? Operating from future self and, and really acting from that space. But what he said was so fascinating to me. He said, immature people let that gap consume them, right? Because if you think about it, so many people are like, oh, I want to get to 10K months. I have to get clients. I have to do this thing. And it's like this white knuckle, hard energy. And that, and that starts to consume you because all you do, it's like, I don't have... All you're focused on is what you don't have, where you're not at, right? It's like, I'm not there yet. And, and all the focus of lack and that gap will consume you. Immature people let that gap consume, consume you. Now, mature entrepreneurs, mature, quote unquote, mature people navigate that gap. They like lean in right? They, they lean into that as this is the thing. It's not about where I'm going. It's just becoming like being immersed in going there. Right. And that alone, I think we've known this and you guys have probably heard me talk about all the time, right? It's, it's not about where you're going, right? It's about who you're becoming to get there. But I loved how he really sh shaped these two identities, right? Mature versus Im immature. So are you letting that gap consume you or are you letting it leverage? Are you leveraging it to really lean into the process, right? Love the journey. If you can't have fun in where you're going, it's all for nothing. By the time you get somewhere, 
you're still not going to be happy, right? It's going to be an infinite pursuit of chasing something that does not exist. So I really loved this idea of like the gap. So the question to you is, what are you doing with that gap? Okay. Um, we talked a lot about feminine energy and masculine energy, right? And I love this because um, uh, we deal with this a lot in sales and you really do have to pull levers uh, as needed. So it's like, if you're selling, if you are, have, and this is not uh, uh, in relation to male or female, this is the energy that you create that you have, right? We know females that are more masculine have a more of a masculine energy. And there's, you know, males that have more of a feminine energy. And when you're selling, right, you do have to really lean into that. If you're like overly masculine to somebody that's feminine, you're going to push them away. Same goes for the opposite. And this also applies in sort of your cycle of momentum, right? Masculine energy is really, really good when you're trying to kind of like achieve and, and progress, right? It's like all the doing, right? But that ultimately will burn you out, right? And more the feminine is like the flow, right? And like that gentleness, right? But if you're always in feminine energy, right? You're, it's going to be really hard to like accelerate and, and get those results, and as I said, if you're always in masculine, you're just going to bring yourself to the ground. So it's like, how can you leverage these energies in your business, in your life for yourself, but also looking at it from a sales perspective, really leaning into the other side, who's, who are you having that conversation with and how are they give like, what kind of energy that you have? Cause that should tailor the type of conversation that you have with them. I love that. I, there's a book that I bought on this specifically because I love just, I love this idea of energy and learning masculine versus feminine. Um, so that was really cool. Now, the, the last thing I wanted to share with you, and again, I, you guys, I have so many notes. I have pages and pages of notes and um, it's so good. But I, 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 I pulled out like what would be so useful for you high level to really walk away with, with like a new fresh perspective. But one of the other things that I loved was having a conversation with one of the team members there. And, you know, as I'm building a team and trying to step more into that leadership role, I asked her, I was like, why, have, like what she's been with them since the day she's there, she's head of sales over there and she's been with them since the, uh, you know, the inception of, and I asked her why, why, like what's caused her to stick around for so long and be so loyal to the company. And she's like, because they, they legit care about me as a human. She's like, at the end of the day, they care about me. She's like, they, there's high expectations getting stuff done, you know, and, and, and doing these certain things. But at the end of the day, they show me that they care. They ask me how I'm doing, right? They, they reach, they have an olive branch, right? When, when it's needed. And that was such a simple yet big eye opener for me. Cause it's like, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to do the things right. Right. It's like, I got to do this the right way, or I have to like not screw this up. Right. Or it's like make or break or all or nothing. And as a leader, I've been feeling that push and pull. And she, when she said that, I was like, I can't go wrong, right? If I just care about my people, like I can't go wrong. And I think that's naturally my state of being, right? Is caring. So I just felt like that was so liberating. And I think 
ultimately, what pressure are you applying on yourself to do something perfectly or to do something right or to meet the mold of something that does not exist, right? How can you simplify that in your brain, right? At the end of the day, what does that look like for you? Is it caring more about someone? Is it just staying in a place of service? Is it that you just want to, um, you know, be more like have more time with your family, like stop kind of molding to other people's ways of being or doing or expectations and just figure out like, what do you want? What is that? And what does that look like for you if you've achieved that? Right. And how do you simplify that? Like, I know I'm a good leader. If at the end of the day, I genuinely want the best for my team right? I care about them. That's going to allow me to kind of like check the box of like, I'm doing an okay job today. So good, right? Okay, guys, I hope this was fun for you. And um, I left just so on fire, new ideas. The one thing that I will say is sometimes as an entrepreneur, you get so stuck in your own brain, right? Have you ever felt like you, um, you, like, what you know isn't all that great. And this is so common. And I, when we even talk about content creation, I find that people are like, why would I share that? That's so dumb. I'm like, or so basic, right? Oh, and no, it's not basic. 80% of what you know, most people don't know, right? Is whatever you think is basic, most likely is not basic for other people. And we can tend to get in our own heads, especially if we spend a lot of time working alone or just, you know, we're in like serving clients and stuff. And, um, but when I kind of placed myself out of that and was immersed in this mastermind group and people were asking me what I did. Right. And, and I, and I spoke about it and, and it was like, I, I, you know, initially was like, oh, like, it's not that cool. And I had so many people, when we were talking about our unique strategies, I had so many people be like, oh my gosh, I need to know more about that. Oh my gosh. How do you do that? Like, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. Right. And I was like reminded of like, what I know is brilliant. What we teach is unique. Right. And what I have is what people want. And being able to have those conversations with other people outside of the normal people that I talk with was so good. I walked away feeling, right, like it was like the value of myself increased, just the reminder of the value that I provide and like really understanding that like I like the brilliance, right? It's there. I need to share it more and I need to talk about it more, right? Get out of my own head. So I want you to get out, shake it up, like get out of your office, start networking, join a mastermind, join a group. We have a mastermind as well. And we have really taken it. It's really this unique experience where you immerse yourself into our company, right? Our team supports you and we start to build and develop and scale your unique marketing, selling, and, and scalable strategy when you think about how do I completely uh, overhaul my business, right? I've got some clients, you know, I've got, the, I've got the volume, but what does that look like to take it to the next level with team and operations and systems and really start to carve out your unique position in, in, in the market? So we have a mastermind for you. If you guys want more info on that, just shoot me a DM on Instagram shoot us an email at hello at kinseymacus.com. Ultimately though, at the end of the day, you have to be in rooms of people doing things that you want to do. You have to be in rooms with other like-minded people. You got to be pushing yourself to get uncomfortable because if you get comfortable for too long, that creates stagnancy and we do not grow out of stagnancy. Okay. So I hope this was fun for you guys and I will chat with you next time. See you later. 
Hey you, thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.